Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Joining us now is Andy Strickland on the Quiver River Electric guest line from Bally Sports Midwest. Good morning, Andy. How are you? Good morning, Tommy. How are you doing today? Doing great. You've been with us for a long time as well, starting your career here covering the Blues for KMOX, and it's always good to have you on in moments like these. Your reaction late last night when Doug Armstrong announced the firing of Craig Berube. Well, obviously it's always shocking, Tom, whenever you hear this type of announcement of a head coach getting fired, especially a popular head coach, but you also knew that the seat was getting pretty hot. I mean, they go on the road this past road trip, you lose back-to-back games against two of the worst teams in the NHL. Um, you know, after a um, you know a home loss in which you had a 3-1 lead after the first period, um, you know, you look at this division, you look at the conference, you just talked about the standings. I mean, you go on a five-game skid, they've lost four in a row now. I mean, things can change and go south in a hurry. Um, I know fans are frustrated today. There's a lot of focus right now on the roster saying it's not good enough. I mean, I look at this roster and I think they are good enough to make the playoffs. I mean, are they a championship team? Probably not. But are they good enough to make the playoffs? I would think so. It doesn't take talent, doesn't take skill to keep the puck out of the net, Tom. It takes hard work. And this has been an issue now, not just this season. It's bled over from last season and probably even the year before that. It's an ongoing issue. Special teams obviously haven't been good along with poor defensive play. And when that happens and the team loses, typically this is the result. Well, when you talk to a lot of people, and Andy, good morning, this is Megan Lynch. We haven't talked for quite a while, so it's good to talk to you. <laughs> good you, to talk to you, Megan, yeah. One of the things when you notice the, the play of this team is just not stepping up, like they're a half a step off. So is that attitude? Is that conditioning? Is that in reaction to the coach? Um, well, listen, at the end of the day, the coach is responsible. I mean, unfortunately, you can't fire the players. I know, you know the fans out there, they want to fire the players today, but it's just not the reality of the situation. And, you know, uh, they had an opportunity in last night's game, you know, for the power play to come through and, you know, make up for some of those deficiencies. But I think, you know, you see, you know, kind of the rinse and repeat results now from this team. You know, losing the board battle at the end of the game from Jordan Cairo is just, um, you know, maybe the, uh, the straw that broke the camel's back. You know, that isn't necessarily Craig Berube's fault, but, you know, we see this now around the league, whether it's Edmonton, whether it's Minnesota, and, you know, we've seen this here in St. Louis traditionally, time after time again, when they make a coaching change, you, you typically see immediate results and, uh, and, and you get the player's attention. I mean, listen, when the Blues fired, you know, uh, you know, Andy, you know, Andy Murray came in and, and the team almost, you know, made the playoffs when the team was completely out of the playoffs. You know, Davis Payne got a contract extension. Um, you know, Mike Yo won a round in the playoffs. Ken Hitchcock took over and won the Jack Adams Award. And then when Craig Berube took over, we all know what happened in his first season with the Blues. They win the Stanley Cup. So uh, it's not unusual to see a team take off when, you know, you have these type of decisions that are made and coaching changes are made. And the reality is there's still a lot of runway left in the season. 
This may be the only hope for Doug Armstrong as well as Chairman Tom Stillman to try to salvage the season. Andy Strickland is joining us talking about the firing of Craig Berube as Blues coach. Drew Bannister is the interim coach, comes from the Springfield Thunderbirds. What do we know about him, Andy? Yeah, it's a good question, Tom. I mean, listen, here's a guy who took the team in the American League to the uh, Calder Cup final just a couple of years ago. And um, he's done a good job with the young players down there. You know, people don't know a whole lot about Drew Bannister. And I know he is an interim coach right now, but we all know whenever you're an interim and uh, you know, the first time you step behind a bench as the head coach, you're also auditioning for your job. And uh, I mentioned Davis Payne's name. You know, he did the same thing several years ago and ended up getting a contract extension. He didn't last here very long, but he ended up getting the head coaching job. And, uh, and Craig Berube did the same thing. You know, when, when Ken Hitchcock got fired and they turned things over to Craig Berube, the idea was not for Craig Berube to be the head coach long term. I mean, they were interviewing head coaching candidates even when the, you know, after the playoffs began when the Blues went on that run. And, you know, he coached his way into, you know, getting the permanent job. Um, you know, Drew Bannister is a guy who's done a pretty good job down the, uh, in the American League with Springfield. Um, a number of his players have excelled, done well, graduated to the NHL. He knows some of the guys that are here. Uh, when you look at Jake Neighbors, Hugh McGing is here right now. who got called up a couple of games ago. Joel Hofer, obviously, is a guy who's going to have some familiarity there as well. So, um, you know, he, he's a little higher on the radar than I think people realize inside the organization. I'm not going to make any predictions that he gets the job, but there's no question that he's auditioning for it. Let me end this on a positive note. You know me. Uh, we, I like to close things uh, with a bow. As disgruntled as people are this morning, and I know they are, what's your lasting memory of Craig Berube as coach of the Blues raising that Stanley Cup? Uh, how did he get it done, and, and what will you take away from his time here? Uh, just kindness, you know, like, I mean, the fact that he would treat everybody the same. You know, you get to know the head coaches here pretty well. I got to know Craig Berube very well. We were involved with a couple of charities together, did some events together. Um, he is a great, great person and a great coach. This guy is going to land on his feet very, very quickly. This is not a personality issue where the GM uh, and the head coach, uh, you know, maybe there's a lack of respect there. It's not that. I mean, we've all seen professional sports over the years. This is not unusual. Um, This is not off track. I mean, listen, when, when things don't go well and you have expectations and you're spending to the cap, and there still is a buzz with the Blues in our town after they won the Stanley Cup. Um, but that can only last for so long. They want to see results on the ice right now. Um, and, and this is the best way to, to get everyone's attention, unfortunately, is to, is to fire the coach. But Craig Berube, beloved by a number of people here in St. Louis, one of the best people I've ever met, Tom. Yeah, me too. And uh, one of the best people you and I know, Kelly Chase. And we're certainly thinking about him right now, Andy. Oh, there's no question about that. And it was a great tribute uh, last night for Hockey Fights Cancer. And, um, you know, I've been in contact with Kelly, his kids as well. And, and listen, uh, we all know Chaser, man. He's going to fight. And, uh, and we don't see him lose too many fights, right? And he's also very, very stubborn, very opinionated, very stubborn. He's very hard-headed. <laughs> and I would assume that he's going to approach cancer the same way he does life. And, uh, and, 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 listen, we'll see Kelly back at the rink very, very soon. Um, But if there's one guy that I've got confidence in, 1,000%, it's certainly Kelly Chase. Well said. Appreciate all you do. Thanks for the coverage and the visit today. Uh, Have a great one today, Andy. Yeah, always a pleasure. You guys have a great day as well. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.